Hey, I'm Kevin Kaufman. I'm joined with Fred Weaver. We are your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Podcast. Where five days a week you can get great real estate content. On Mondays, Kevin interviews a top rock star in the real estate space. Every Tuesday, we bring you industry headlines where we look back on the last seven days of news in real estate. Wednesdays and Fridays is iMinute where we talk about iBuyers in the real estate space. And Thursday, we bring you a weekly business tip. So listen to us anywhere podcasts can be listened to. You can watch most of these podcasts video form on YouTube and tune in five days a week. And make sure you connect with us on Facebook as well as visit kevinandfred.com and you can check out our referral guarantee, right Kevin? kevinandfred.com forward slash guarantee. We'd love to receive your real estate referrals here in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk with you soon. NLA Live 2020 is around the corner. NLA Live 2020 will be held in Scottsdale, Arizona at the Talking Stick Resort. Is it a beautiful hotel and casino? And we have an incredible lineup of speakers that we'll be announcing here shortly. You can find out more information and get the very best deal on pricing by visiting nextlevelagents.com and clicking on our events page. We look forward to seeing you there. Again, nextlevelagents.com and click on the event page. Next Level listeners, this is your host, Kevin, and I'm so excited about today's episode. Bill Gaylord is our guest. Bill is an awesome, awesome guy. I met him because he has been a sponsor of the NLA Live event for the last couple of years. It will be again in 2020, and he's just so cool. He runs a huge lending team. Now, he's super modest, and you kind of pick up on that in the course of this conversation, uh, but don't let him fool you. He runs one of the biggest lending teams in the country. He is absolutely a great guy, giving with his time, giving with his information, and I think you're going to really enjoy today's episode. All right, Next Level Podcast listeners, we are back, and today uh, we're joined by my friend Bill Gaylord of the Gaylord Hansen team. How are you doing, Bill? I am awesome, Kevin. Just uh, great to see you today. Great to see you too, my man. So I'm glad we finally got this on our schedule. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to do this, have this conversation with you. Um, you and I have, um, known each other now for a couple of years and, yes. you know, I've admired what you do on, the, uh, in, in your business and the business that you run and kind of the way you show up in, in real life and online. Um, I like that. And so I'm excited to, to learn a little bit about you today and, um, granted not, uh, most of our guests are, are real estate, uh, and you're on the mortgage side of the real estate business. Um, but you know, there's a few really exceptional lenders out there and you're one of them that I, that I'd put up there in that category. So I'm, I'm excited to have you on because I think we can all learn a lot from you. Well, thank you. Hey, Kevin, can I just start off by telling a little story about you? Can yeah, I do absolutely. That? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, so, yeah. Cause I can edit it no, out if is, I don't like is, it. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a great story. So I, I work at Loan Depot. Uh, we have the Gaylord Hansen team and I'll get into that a little bit more, but so we're having a division meeting. And our division manager, his name's Alec Hansen, and he's a very progressive, very into social media, all the stuff that's going on. So we're going through, he's going through a presentation, presenting it to all of us. We're sitting there watching it. And all of a sudden, up pops a picture of Kevin Kaufman. And he goes, I really like this guy. And he, and he, he looks at me, and I'm just going, yeah. And it, he goes, Kevin took the time out to send me a happy birthday message via messenger. And I just love this guy because he was teaching us about connection and engagement and having fun. And all of a sudden 
I think you've met Alec like once. Yeah. So Alec's talking about it and he goes, you know, I met this guy once and then all of a sudden he sends this to me and I'm engaged with this guy. I love this guy. So anyways, you were famous in uh, our division meeting and it was pretty fun. So I had to tell you a little story about that. Awesome, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a cool little easy way to connect with people that I think we overlook. And it's a, you know, it's, if nothing else, it's a sphere of influence hack, if you will, to just send that quick <laughs> birthday is. video. Because you know what? Um, it's funny that little thing makes a, a big impression and it takes 20 seconds. It takes 20 seconds. And well, you made it obviously a big impression on Alec and he's following you. So it's awesome. That's awesome, man. I really appreciate that. Well, Bill, why don't we do this? Because I, I want to jump in and talk about um, the business stuff. I mean, you guys, you crush it. If I remember right, it's close to something like $2.5 billion in loans in the last decade. So that's like, that's a couple of loans that you've done. Um, and so you obviously have to, you know a little bit about scaling. Um, but I, I want to talk a little bit about like, you know, prior to getting into lending, um, I know that you, you grew up in Colorado. Um, played baseball at the U of A there. I see that. Uh, Fair down. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, did you, so were you an athlete like all growing up? Has that always been a part of you? Yeah. Sports was a big part of my life. I, I played every single sport imaginable from bowling. I, I teased my wife. I got a bowling trophy. I got a swimming trophy. I got golf. I got you, you name it. I played it, but baseball was, was actually probably, yeah, that was my best sport. I like football the best, honestly, but I was just a little runt and I would get crushed. And so I would rather play baseball. So I was, I was good at baseball. That's awesome. Speed what, was my game. What position did you play? I was, uh, I was a catcher in little league cause I was the only one who could catch the ball. And then, uh, and then I transferred out to the to center field. Awesome. I was roaming the outfield. So and you actually got to play at the, at the collegiate level. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know, it was interesting cause I walked on to university of Arizona 1980 and you, you may have known the name terry francona so terry was a junior when i was a freshman and he was a player of the year and so i walked on i made the team which was fabulous one of, one of three walk-ons so i was proud of that but what ended up happening was the team went on to win the national championship the year that i played and so they inducted the entire team into the u of a hall of fame so I kind of you know, rode on the coattails of uh, the varsity team. I was on JV uh, into the Hall of Fame. And if you look it up on the internet, my name actually appears. So uh, that's my claim to fame in, in sports. That's awesome, man. Well, that's, that's a very cool deal. So I don't care if you, uh, you know, rode the coattails <laughs> of that or not. Like, that's a, that's a, that's a big deal. That's, that's a pretty cool thing. So, um, how, so how, long, how long have you been in the real estate mortgage space now? Yeah, so I, I uh, went to school at U of A, got out, was a couple of years in the actually medical industry, and then moved back to Tucson. I worked uh, as a commercial real estate appraiser for seven years, and I got into that, and I'm writing a term paper every day of my life, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I don't want to do this every day of my life. I got to do something different. So I go home every day, I'm uh, making my lunch, I'm looking out the kitchen window, and all of a sudden I see my neighbor across the street come out and he's got a tennis bag in his hand and he's going off to, the, to play tennis at, at noon. I go, man, when I grow up, I wanna be like him. And so I went and approached him, I said, what do you do? He says, I'm a mortgage broker. And I said, well, what does that do? I, you know, what, do you, what, do you, what do you do? And he says, I provide loans to people to buy houses. Well, how do you get into that? Well, you just have to show up. 
So this was back in uh, 1992. And so I ended up starting uh, in the mortgage business in 1992. And uh, I can tell you that I really haven't walked out my front door with my tennis gear uh, <laughs> in the last 26 years. Maybe a little bit of golf, but uh, I, I take it seriously and work hard. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, let me ask you this because you, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll get into some specifics about your team and some of the stuff that you're doing, but you, you're obviously having massive success in this space. Was, it, was that the case right away? Did you hit the ground running? Yes, it was interesting because I, you know, being in sports, it's, I'm very, I'm competitive, but my disc profile, as you know, disc profile, my disc profile says I should not be in sales, but I got together, I got my, you know, I, I wrote down everybody I knew and I called everybody I knew and said, hey, I'm in the business. You know, if you need a mortgage, you're buying a house, let me know. And it just kind of started the roll. And uh, it was, you know, it was a good time to get in. I mean, rates have gone up and down. And then uh, six months after I got into the business, the guy who got me and said, hey, I'm going to start my own mortgage brokerage. You want to join? And I was like, mm, okay. So I, <laughs> I said, great. So I, I joined and then rates popped up to nine and a half percent. And I'm like, oh no, what did I do? So uh, anyways, but then they gradually kept coming down and down and down. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been good. And it's, it's just, and he, he really said it best is it's just showing up. It's making sure that you get there, that you're doing the right things. And it's not that hard. So many people just give like 50% and you don't have to even give a hundred percent to really excel in, in virtually anything. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it really is sometimes just about just continuing to show up. Um, let me ask you this. What, so you obviously, so your name, your team is Gaylord Hansen team. Uh, mm -hmm. So you, you've got a business partner. Yes. Um, how, how long has that partnership been around and how did that come together? Yeah. So Sam and I have been, we're really fortunate. Uh, we've been working together for 11 years. And what I know is I have done a nice job at filling myself with people who know a lot more than me and who fill in my weaknesses. And Sam was a, he's a systems engineer from the Merchant Marine Academy, was an academic All-American football player that was a systems engineer. So we've been able to scale because of the systems and processes that we've put in place. But he's, uh, he's 40, you know, mid forties, um, just an amazing partner to have. And we got together after a company that we worked for had to shut down and we came together, we just knew each other as acquaintances and said, you know what, let's, we, and we had high, high positions. I was a SVP in the company. I had probably 500 people that were working underneath me in some form uh, or another. And it was just a matter of saying, Hey Sam, let's do what we do best. Cause that was the mortgage meltdown. The economy was melting down and we go, Let's get back to the consumer and never leave the consumer. So we started uh, the team back in 1990, or I'm sorry, 2008 at the beginning of 2008. And we've been going ever since and uh, building since then. It's funny. You know, that's when Fred and I uh, started working together as well, February of 2008. That's when we yeah, officially started, work, started working together. And um, Do you still like Fred? Well, I mean, I never did. So let's just be clear. So, um, so I still dislike him just as much as I did February of 2008. Um, no, 
But you, you know, it's funny is one of the things I, we, for and I get asked about most often is how we've done this, how we've had a partnership for this long, you know, and there's not a marriage involved. Um, we're not, you know, we're not related by blood. It, you know, a lot of times when we see partnerships on the real estate side, at least it's a husband and wife or it's a generational family thing that, that you see when there's more than one owner, not so much um, a partnership like ours. And so we had asked about that a lot. So I'm curious, like, let's hear it from your perspective, Bill. What is it that has helped it work? So obviously Sam's great at systems. He's an engineer. Um, what, like, what else about that, that of your partnership that's made it just blossom so well? Well, you know, we are really different. We are like, I am, I cry at Disney movies, right? I, I go to the movies. I'm the emotional one. I see things. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a hugger. I'll go up and I'll hug people and shake their hands and high five. Every time I go into the office, I high five everybody in the office. And, and Sam just, you know, he kind of walks in and, and does his business. But the nice thing about Sam is that he can be very serious and yet personable at the same time. And so he recognizes that I bring something that is completely different that he brings. And I recognize that he brings something that I don't bring. And so we both have created an incredible respect for each other that I have my lane and he has his lane. And then we come together and merge them together to create something that uh, has been really very powerful. And, you know, I would do anything for his family and his kids. He would, man, you can't believe how loyal and trustworthy and what he does. And he would go to bat for anybody on our team. And, that, and it's, it's just loyalty. It's just, you know, ingrained. It's in his DNA. That's awesome. Okay. So give us an idea. I mean, what, what's like, what's, so here, here we are, it's late 2019. Um, so obviously it's not totally written yet, um, you know, and set in stone, but what do you, what do you think you guys are going to end up the year at production wise, maybe <clears throat> unit count or volume count? Yeah. So this year we will be, it'll be a record breaking year for us. Um, we'll close about 410 million in loan volume. And we'll do about 900 and probably around 925 loans, 925 loans. So last month we did 60 million, which is our all time high. This month we'll probably do about 55 million. So goodness gracious, that are, those are some impressive numbers. First of all, congratulations. Um, Thank you. That's huge. Um, do you have any idea where that puts you amongst your peers? Um, you know, it's funny, Kevin. <laughs> We don't really, we don't look at that. We don't, you know, we want to learn from our peers and we want to understand. Uh, we don't really look and see where we're at in terms of volume. We know that we're number one team in Lone Depot from a national perspective. We, we don't really know. I, I don't, I couldn't tell you. I'm gonna we just, just want to get better. I'm going to guess it's in the top zero, 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 one percent. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. So, okay. So those are, those are really big numbers. I mean, I don't even know where to begin to break this down, but if I, if I just said to you, Bill, how do you, how do you, how does a team do that kind of volume? What, what are you, what are you, how would you respond to that? Well, I would respond to it from the standpoint of we're, we're super, super loyal to the people on our team. Once they become a team member, we go absolutely all in to make sure that they succeed. And, you know, this year we've got 
you know, uh, we have a guy that's, that's going to close, I think, 13 million this month. Amanda's closing 10.8. Garrett's, I think, 10.2. Um, we've got Julie who's going to close 8.7. I mean, they're just, they, they drink the Gaylord Hansen Kool-Aid. And we, you know, we continue to try and improve and get better and make it so that they can succeed. And we break it up, you know, so that the people can do what they are best at, right? So if someone is best at relationships, that's all we want them to do. Go, go build and create relationships. If they're good at uh, the customer service aspect of it, be a personal loan manager. Make sure that we get them done. If, they're, if they don't want to talk to anybody, we'll put them at processing, you know? So it just, and they dominate. So we really go all in on our people. They are just, we don't vary. Um, they all are part of the team. There's no individuals. It's just, we ask them to do this. Uh, they do it and they get it, they get it done. And everyone's a little bit different, right, Kevin? They're just, they're, they're individuals. They're going to create and create relationships differently. And so it's just a matter of, of letting them be who they are, but provide the foundation and the support uh, and the uh, resources to make sure that they're successful. All right. Now, now let's back this down for a second, because there's somebody listening to this show right now, Bill, that um, they're either, either, either a le- a lend- in lending like yourself or they're, or they're in real estate sales like myself, and they're going, yeah, okay, that's great, but I'm one person, I'm one guy, I'm one gal. I'm not going to do 900 units this year. I'm not going to do $400 million in production. Um, how do I take those principles? Because what I heard you say was, let's put people where they're, where they're kind of naturally going to be great at, right? So if they're great at relationships, let's make sure they're only doing that. So if I'm a, if I'm a one-person show, if you will, mm-hmm. how do I take that into my business? What, what do I do? What's my first step so that maybe one day I, I might have that team like you do? Well, I guess my opinion, Kevin, is, is as an originator, it's really, really hard to do everything really, really well. It's hard to go out, create relationships. It's hard to go market. It's hard to, hard to make sure that you're taking the application. It's hard to know the business. So myself personally, because I've been on a team for my whole life, teams are what I'm, I'm good at. I would try and find somebody that is a, another person that may not be exactly like me and join together as just a two-person team that can then bounce things back and forth of, uh, against each other and try and, and actually build their business from that standpoint, bringing the, the different skills that they have together and then honestly cheering each other on. Because I know when I was an independent originator, when I first started out, I always felt like I was on an island. I was out there sitting all alone going, oh my God, what is everybody doing that I need to be doing? I don't, you know, I'm sitting there going, oh my goodness. So for me, you know, it works best for me to work with somebody because then I feel like, okay, I'm not missing everything. This guy has someone, other skills that I have. I've got this one. Let's join together. Let's root each other on and and, uh, move it together, move the needle together. So that to me, two people is better than one. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you really, you really are a team guy. So, okay. If not, the other thing would be that if you can get enough volume, then just get an assistant that can really help you fill in the blanks on the support side. Totally agree with that. So tell me, okay, so uh, it sounds to me like you understand the core principle of 
taking care of, if you take care of the, your people, they will take care of the consumer, right? Um, so what do you guys do from a, I'll call it more of a strategic um, lead generation standpoint to, to be able to generate the number of deals that you guys are generating? We're very much focused on, you know, we're doing a lot of things, right? So it's a, a roundabout thing in terms of the marketing and what we've been doing and all that. So we're fortunate right now that our database is huge, staying in touch with the database. That's all, you know, continually going through with, with drip campaigns, with phone calls, with all that kind of stuff, the normal stuff. But we're also really big on events and having the happy hours and having workshops and being in front of people. So those are the things that we, we, we do best. We're also investing in some Facebook advertising right now in regards to you know, the AI and the bots that are you know, communicating with clients now and then following up on that angle. And then one other thing that we're doing as well is, you know, it, it, you know, it kind of came with you from a, from a video standpoint, from a social media and going to your next level events, which I think are fantastic. Can't wait for Phoenix coming up. Yeah. You got that started. That's going to be amazing. But uh, growing video and we're on, on, on a show called the American Dream and it's American Dream TV. It originated out of San Diego uh, I live in Las Vegas three weeks out of the month and a week in San Diego, and I'm the host of the show in in uh, Las Vegas. So we're really, really diving into video, which is giving us a social media presence in the markets that we're in. So when people go to check us out, they go, oh, okay, those guys are legit. I think that we should give them an opportunity. Yeah, you guys are, yeah, you do a great job with that. You got to great team that helping you with the content and, uh, and whatnot and making sure you guys are visible. There, there's no doubt about that. We interrupt this podcast to remind you that the NLA Live 2020 conference is coming up on April 23rd, 24th, and 25th of 2020. It is not too early to register. Visit nextlevelagents.com today and click on the events link for more information and ticketing. What... Um, what are some of the things that you're maybe most excited about as we kind of come into 2020, right? Cause it's right. It's probably by the time this thing airs, you know, it's going to be 2020 or just about 2020. Yeah. So what, what are some of the things you're most excited about in 2020 and just kind of the future in general? Well, this was a year where I, I really wanted to lay a foundation for social media. I was very much not, I mean, our, we had a social media presence, We've done some videos in the past, but myself personally, I hadn't, you know, dove into it. I had, I went head first and I'm going full steam ahead. And I truly believe what's going to end up happening is, you know, we have to get to the consumer first in some way, shape or form. Our business from a, uh, an originator standpoint, uh, we rely on people like you, Kevin, for referrals, uh, but we also need to rely on the consumers. I think the consumer is much less, um, they're, they're more controlling. Uh, the consumers are going to lenders now many times first and then to the realtor as, as you know, you're probably aware. And so we have to have a combination of, of realtor and consumer business. So we're, we laid the foundation. Next year, I think we'll absolutely get it more and more refined. Awesome. And, and that, some of that is like, what, that's where the, is that where the video and social media stuff is coming in to really help you do that? 
hundred percent, you know, building out our video library, uh, information videos, the, uh, being on a couple of different platforms, you know, the LinkedIn, the, uh, Instagram, the Facebook, as you know, TikTok is, is, you know, something I, I'm not sure. I, I haven't quite understood that one yet, but, uh, me neither, I'll, but I'm going to try. There. I don't I'm know. <laughs> Maybe we can help each other because I'm totally lost yes. too. <laughs> but, uh, but no, we're doing all our business planning now. And we, we really believe that what we do now will impact our first quarter next year. So Sam and I are meeting, uh, next week. We've got another big marketing meeting to build our marketing plan in the middle of the month. And we'll have our entire team together uh, around the 20th of November to really set in place our plan going into uh, 2020 or 2020. And, and it's, it's people fall asleep at the wheel at this time of year. They go yeah. to sleep. They just go, you know, hey, it's the holidays and, you know, Thanksgiving comes around and then January 1 comes up and they go, yeah, I better get started. You know, the thing about, you know, the really good producers and the teams and the real estate agents is they start now. They start planting the seeds for next year. Yeah, I, t I totally agree with you. Uh, it's something that Fred and I have always done is to try to um, just give it a little little extra push this time of year, more so than we would before. Like, let's we're going to go take a vacation and that's okay. So, but let's go put the gas pedal down, so to speak, between now and the time that we do leave for vacation and really yeah. take advantage of the fact that most people are asleep at the wheel. I always like to say from the Tuesday of Thanksgiving until the Monday after the national championship game in college football. <laughs> I know it's kind of light, but uh, we start doing a lot of planning and, and, you know, we'll get our videos all together. We'll do a bunch of video shoots. We'll get our library together. And so at the beginning of the year, we'll probably have a big, you know, our social media calendar much more refined than we did at the beginning of the year uh, this year. So we'll, we'll be ready to roll. That's awesome. All right. So you guys, and you guys too, you're also one of the things I, I think is cool is you're, you're actively involved in your community, um, built a foundation. Tell us more about that. So we have, uh, we are, we have a 501 C three called GH community. It used to be called Gaylord Hanson shoes. And it started where we started to uh, give Converse shoes, socks, a backpack and, and a t-shirt to military schools or schools with, um, you know, children of the military and uh, just, you know, had so much fun at those events. You know, we would give upwards of 1,200 to 1,400 uh, kids a year school, uh, Converse shoes and we'd have a big event and it was just a blast. And, and as that happened, we started to get involved in other programs such as Camis and Canines, which is a, you know, homeless veteran ranch outside of San Diego where they bring in the homeless and, and try and get them back on their feet. And that, they're having a big gala coming up here in November. Uh, we, we are involved with STEP, which is another program to help active military that may be having some financial problems um, get back on their feet as well. So, and then there's like two or three others that we're very involved in and and it's been a blast. And uh, we have an executive director who runs it for us. Her name's Jessica Zaragoza, and she has such incredible energy. You, you can't you can't hold her down. And it and she's involving all, all our team. You know, I think uh, Cambridge and Canines is having a 212 mile walk 
and she's part of it. I mean, it's crazy. So lots of fun stuff going on. Wow, that's awesome. I love that. Um, love that you guys are giving back and kind of using your your business as a way to help provide more for for those uh, in your community that need more, that kind of need that that hand up. So that's a, that's very cool stuff. Speaks, I think, highly speaks definitely to to who you are and who I who I believe Sam probably is too, based on uh, based on you. Well, thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. No problem. So, all right. So a few more quick questions for you, kind of a few, uh, you know, curveballs, if you, if you will. Um, tell I, me. I could never hit a curveball. That was my problem, Kevin. <laughs> Maybe you'd still be playing baseball if you could. I don't know. Uh, all right, fire away. Let me lumps. see if I swing and hit instead of swing and miss. You know, speaking from, from a career standpoint, like, what do you, what do you wish you had to do over on? Say that again. I, I, you cut out there. From a, from a career standpoint, what do you wish you had a do-over? If you had one do-over that you could use it on business-wise, what would you use it on? If I had a do-over, honestly, Kevin, I, I would have been myself. And I say that where, you know, I was basically, my dad was from IBM. He wore a suit every day. I thought I was corporate America. I wore a suit every day. I like suits. I like clothes. But I felt like I was just a robot, you know. And I'd, hey, I'm Bill. I'm Bill, you know. And and I had to be like Mr. Proper in everything that I did. And so if I had to do something over, I would be Bill, the authentic, true Bill that I am today. And uh, that didn't start. There was a couple of reasons why, but that probably didn't start for until about five years ago. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think, there, I think a lot of people feel that way and can relate to that bill. Uh, yeah. because a, a lot of us, you know, do things cause we think we need to, to fit in, if you will, or to, to kind of fit a certain mold, uh, right. of, of our profession. And, uh, clearly I, I don't based on my footwear and clothing choice, <laughs> but you know, I think we all have that to some degree in something. And, and I think that maybe the, the sooner we kind of make peace with that, it sounds to me like you have, yes. um, the, it sort of sets us free to kind of to be more of who we are. Definitely. And you are who you are. I love it. I yeah. love the flip-flops, the For t-shirt, or worse. the hat, you know, yeah. so it's awesome. I love it. Let me ask you this one too. So what do you, what do you think about the future? So there, you, you mentioned, you touched on it briefly, like, Hey, got to get to consumer sooner. Um, there's so many changes going on in our world. You know, there's, there's rocket mortgage on your side of things. There's the iBuyer thing on my side of things. And truthfully, they're coming together. Um, and so there's a lot of changes happening in our industry all at once. How do you, how do you feel about all that? How do you deal with all that? You know, Kevin, I don't think anybody knows. I think that, you know, it's one of those things where we're going to look back and go, man, how, what happened? You know? And so, you know, I truly believe in action. And I talk a little, I, I'm writing a book. One of my books that, that I'm writing right now is, is towards the military spouse and veterans. But the other book that I'm working on is the underdog. And the underdog is just so exciting to me because I really believe that everybody is an underdog. And in order to achieve as an underdog, you have to take action. And action, sometimes the, you don't know if that action is actually going to create or, or be the right thing, but it will lead you actually down to the point where you will find out what the right thing truly is. And so what we're doing today 
with the social media and the bots and the Facebook and the Instagrams and all that, you know, and, and, and all the discussion about Gary V, you believe that that's the right path to take to get in front of the consumer first. But I don't know if that is, but I'm going to go down that path. I'm going to try and create some things. And I do believe that there might be offshoots that will come of that, whether it's creating more workshops or it's, it's getting in front of more people or, or speaking engagements or whatever, but all that stuff together will create something. And if you don't take action, you will never know and you, you'll be left behind in some form or fashion. Totally agree with that. That's correct. <laughs> I don't know if that made any sense, but it does. <laughs> so it does to me and I do this for myself, so I'm good. Um, that, <laughs> yeah, truthfully, that, that was, that was a really good answer and I appreciate that. Let me ask you this. What do you, what do you maybe believe today? Uh, what do you believe today that maybe you didn't believe a year ago, vice versa? Maybe, you know, what are you, what are you bullish on today that maybe you were bearish on a year ago or the, or the other way around? Um, I believe today that there will be less people in the real estate industry than there are right now. And I believe that automation is going to eliminate some of the outliers. And I think that the strong will get stronger. And I believe that uh, a team you know, like yours and what you do and a team like ours and what we do, I believe that we will be doing more business probably for less um, money per deal. We'll probably make similar to what we made before but we're going to take over more market share just because it's, it's going to, you know, leave some people behind because they just can't keep up. Now, whether that's two years away, three years away, I don't know, but I really believe that's, that's the path that's that we're going on. Yeah. I, uh, I think you are probably right about that. Uh, and of course, you know, only time will tell. All right, buddy, last question for you. Um, and I like to ask most, most guests, if not all, um, top three pieces of advice for kind of kicking more ass. So if somebody comes to you, it could be someone in your organization, it could be somebody in your personal life, um, but they just say, hey, Bill, you know, I, I just, I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to have more. What are your, what are your top three pieces of, of advice? My top three pieces is, is know who you are. Make sure you understand what you're good at and take action. You just... You have to start. And I, I see so many people that have big plans and big ideas and big this, and I'm planning to do this and I'm planning to do that, but they never ever do anything. They talk about it, but they don't do anything. And the number one thing would be just do it and take action. Yeah, man. That's uh, it's simple and very profound it's answer. Hard, it? It's really not, but it's, it's, it's so, uh, it's, it's just not common. It's so uncommon these days. We see a lot, a lot of talk, a lot of planning, not, not a whole lot of action. One of the things I liked about what you had said uh, a couple questions ago about the future was like, I'm going to do these things and it may or may not be right. But if it's not right, I'll probably find that offshoot what it is. I think I think people undervalue that. I think they overvalue preparation and they undervalue kind of thinking on their feet and being nimble and dynamic with their moves. I agree. And I look at you, Kevin, I have to you know, give you so many kudos, you know, how you started next level agent 
how you've gone in and started your, your podcast and you're taking action every single day. And I don't think you really know exactly what's going to come of it. You just hope that you're doing a lot of things right and you'll get the ability to interact with more people and actually help more people in the long run. Yeah, that's that's precisely it, man. Uh, yeah. Well, Bill, so, thank you. Congrats. Th- thank you, man. And, and honestly, thank you for your time. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to do this today. I know it's a day you're not in the office and uh, you're a busy guy. You can do a lot of other things. So I appreciate it uh, for, you know, being a, you've been a supporter of the, of the Next Level Agents Live event for the last two years and you've already agreed to be a supporter of 2020 and kind of what we do. And we love having you and your crew there. And uh, one last thing, people, if, so people want to follow you, um, where, where can they find you at? What's the best platform for people to find you? Uh, so Instagram, it's called o.gaylord, oh.gaylord. And it's really, my wife says, oh, Gaylord. So she's like, oh, Gaylord, what are you up to now? Oh, Gaylord. Or oh, Gaylord, you know. So, um, so that's Instagram and then uh, Bill Gaylord on uh, Facebook. And then we've got Gaylord Hansen. Uh, YouTube channel. Awesome. All right, Bill. Well, I appreciate it. Any, uh, any parting shots today? I can't wait for next level agent uh, coming up. I'm excited to see what you have in store. We're going to have a ton of fun and uh, looking forward to it. Me too. It'll be a good time. And uh, we will uh, talk to you again soon, my man. Thank you so much. This is my thing. Gaylord is out. (laughs) Love it. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, man. That's it for today's show. Do me a favor if you enjoy this, go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening at, leave us a review, share this episode with your friends, and for more great content, check us out in our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash next level agents. That's facebook.com forward slash groups next level agents. See you soon.